Should the Rockets have mutual interest in a James Harden reunion? Because on Sunday, okay, on Sunday, we got a bombshell about the potential James Harden interest in returning to H-Town. Now, James Harden has since came out in the post-game, you know, whatever, presser, and said that, you know, he denied those reports. I mean, what he's supposed to say anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So, for good measure, what are your thoughts on this? Should they be interested? Um, you know, I think before I even answer the question, I have to say this one thing. I think James Harden loves the strip clubs, man. That man is legit in love with the strip clubs, and no one got it better than Houston. That's that's just where it's at. We know the better the strip club, the better he plays. That's just how the game goes with James Harden. Um, I think, you know, for me, the way I see this Rockets team, the way they're building their their roster for longevity, for, for a, long, a long period of having success and young players, young talented players, take the helm of this team, you should not go after James Harden. You have to allow Kevin Porter Jr. You have to allow Jalen Green. You have to allow um, the guy they just drafted. I forgot his name. Uh, oh, um, J- not Jalen Green. Um, Jabari. Jabari. Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. You know, these are the guys that you have to allow to develop. And you bring James Harden, that's not allowing guys to develop, not allowing guys to have the free reign to do as they please and, and to really operate on offense. You know, I think you have to give these guys the growing pains, allow them to keep developing I think we've seen the best version of Kevin Porter Jr. on the Rockets. We're seeing Jalen Green being explosive at spurts during the season with high leverage of um, hitting threes, scoring the basketball off the dribble, catch and shoot. Um, Jabari Smith is only going to get better with the two these two guys able to um, operate at the at the helm, and he's able to just catch and shoot and do other things defensively as well. Um, you know, you bring in James Harden, that's that's only going to stunt development. That means it's win now. That means these guys are, are going to be playing to win. And that means also stunting the growth of everyone. I think you don't bring James Harden in that fold. In that case, I think you want, as the Houston Rockets, with all the draft picks that you just amassed from the Nets and all the other picks that you have, keep growing, keep doing what you need to do in order to succeed on the on the, um, on the basketball court. But also your priority is to develop the young guys. It's not to win a championship right now. It's not to be the top um, six seed in the Western Conference. It's to continue developing the young guys so that your team will have a long period of success for 10 to 15 years, opposed to looking three years ahead um, and seeing, oh, if we had James Harden, we could be a top team in the West. You know, I think that's the wrong mindset to have. You want to build what OKC is doing, getting young guys and continuing to build and build and build. You know, I think the way Shea Gilgis-Alexander and the OKC has their team set up, you know, they're still developing guys. They're still, you know, they're out out Chet this year. And I think when Chet comes back next year with that other top pick they're going to get after they draft this year, with Shea being the guy he is, this team's only going to get better and better because Shea's becoming that star player that everyone anticipated him being. Now you round out with top-level picks around him, you're only going to see a more successful OKC team. And that's something that you should follow the model of, not the Lakers who trade all the draft picks, who trade, who tarnish not developing guys um, to in order to have this quick uh, microwave, quote-unquote, success. I'm going to touch on that point about OKC because you said about following their motto, and that's very, very key, and that's the point that I'm going to bring up in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree in a way, and I'm going to tell you why. It's for a very different outlook um, than most people will look at it, right? It's not mm-hmm. all contention, you know, win a championship, make the playoffs. It's nothing to do with that, but I'm going to get to mm-hmm. that in a few minutes. When I first saw the report, I thought two things in my head, right? Negotiation leverage. Mm-hmm. Or a PR stunt by the NBA. Mm-hmm. Negotiation leverage in the sense that, you know, we knew um, prior to this year in the summertime that 
James Harden took a, a flat flea, kind of like he took a pay cut. He allowed them to sign PJ Tucker, um, mm -hmm. Daniel House, a couple other cats, whatever. And we all kind of thought that it was a back end type of deal where it's like, I, right, James Harden, being that we know his relationship with Daryl Murray, that it was some back end, yo, you do this for me, I look out for you, da da da, just that and the third, mm -hmm. right? That's what I thought at least. And I know a lot of people that felt that way too. But a PR stunt possibly by the NBA being that the NFL for the first time, I don't think it's the first time. It was on Christmas Day, but not three games like that. Like they had three games on Christmas Day. You know, they wanted to kind of like take away some of the viewership, maybe a PR stunt to get a story out there, a bombshell on Christmas Day to bring the ratings to the NBA. The mm -hmm. 76ers played early that morning, 12 o'clock. Okay. The report, I saw it a couple hours before the game. So maybe it was that a, a two PR stunt, whatever. So I'm not sure if I'm buying that theory, but if it were to be a real theory, I think if you're the Rockets, you need to possibly do it, but on your terms. And I'm explaining why I say that. Number one, it's probably going to have to be a short deal. And I'm going to break it down. It's all going to make sense. Probably one or two years, right? One or two years, you have the cap space. You have the highest cap space in the league, the most available cap space in the league. You could sign him, pay him the money he wants, one or two years, right? And you will say, listen, I'm going to do things on my turn. First of all, you're not going to take the ball away from my guys, right? Mm -hmm. My young bulls, Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. You're not going to do that. Remember, James Harden, he got molded into that role where he was high usage, you know, high percentage player, whatever, right? You know, mm -hmm. balls in his hands. He operated. He already said that that's not his style anymore. He doesn't want to do all that. So he's going to have to take a back seat to these guys. That's one thing. Now, why are we making a trade? What do the Rockets get out of it? Well, I'll tell you. First of all, let's go back to OKC, and I promise I'm going to bring up that point, right? They actually control their top four pick. Mm -hmm. If they get a top four pick, they control that, <laughs> kind of, because of the um, Westbrook trade. So if they get a top four pick, that's the thunder. So there's an incentive to kind of be a playing caliber team to avoid that situation from happening, right? Okay, you do that. Let's say, you know, you make the playing game when you sign them. Now you're giving Jabari Smith and all them guys, Jalen um, Green and Kevin Porter, playoff experience, kind of. Like, mm -hmm. it's about molding them. A lot of people's like, oh, you don't want to sign them to hurt their development. How about mold their development, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like the OKC that you say they should copy the blueprint. Didn't they have CP3 on the team? And they made the playing uh, game, the playoffs, actually. They made the playoffs outright with that team, the number six seed. They gave them experience. Now you see SGA out here hooping. So it's about molding my guys and getting them to a place where, number one, from a pick standpoint, it makes sense. From a development standpoint, it could make sense if you work it right and you don't take the ball out, out their hands. But you're giving them playing, you know, possibly playoff experience where they can use that in their growth. And that's why I said you sign them to a, a short deal. So this way it's like literally a handshake, boom, get my guys up to date. You get your money, you know, it's a win-win. I can see it in that situation. So that's why I'm going to say, yeah. But, you know, that's another thing, too, because we're talking about James Harden here. He's he's trying to provide long longevity um, security, in other words, financial security for a long period of time. So it's not like he's going to be willing to sign a short-year deal, a two-year, one-year deal. That's not the and, game and that's why, And that's why I said it would have to be on my terms. Like, mm -hmm. if it's not on my terms, then, yeah, we, we ain't going to talk because you got on. Now you didn't want to be here. So it's like, you know – a one, two years, it doesn't hurt the Rockies. Now, from James Harden's perspective, like you're bringing it up, then you have a fair argument. But he would have to abide by my terms in order to make this happen. But, yeah, 
Anyway, do you believe in this report, first of all? I don't. I, th I think, you know, I think James Harden wants to win. I think he prioritized himself in being in winning situations. But like I said, if he wants to go to Houston, I know why. That man loves the strip clubs, man. He want to go He want to go out there and splurge. That's, that's what he want to do, man. He want, You know, he want to be a, what Jalen Rose said? He want to be a rapper, man. He don't want to be, he don't want to play uh, music. He want to go on tour. He don't want to play basketball. And he like, that's, that's the thing you want to do. So, since you don't believe in a report, what do you think it is? It was just like a PR move. It was somebody just trying to float something out there, negotiation leverage. What do you think it is? I think it was probably a conversation I was had with somebody talking about he wants to be in Houston, but not I was playing basketball. I think he didn't want to be in Houston for basketball. I think he wants to be in Houston for another reason. I just think it's not it's outside of basketball activity. You know, I, I don't think he's looking at the Houston Rockets as a team he wants to go to as a you know oh. Uh, you know, this this is I could bring this team to a playoff or I could bring this team to a championship. I think, you know, if anything, he had lived a long period of time in Houston. You know, he's familiar with that area. That's the area he was probably most comfortable in. He wants to go back over there probably to live. I don't know to play basketball. I, I just don't think basketball is the, is the place that he wants to, to play basketball. I don't think it's Houston. But like I said, I think much more of where he's comfortable, where he wants to like live his life is Houston. And that's probably the only way that I see him migrating back to Houston. Yeah, I mean, the way how the brother got on, okay, when he was in Houston, showing up overweight, kind of sabotaging the first couple of years in um, Brooklyn. I actually think that situation with him showing up overweight and, you know, just his body language, that kind of sabotaged him because he was very durable. You get, he get to Brooklyn, he's injured a lot. I actually think he sabotaged Brooklyn, kind of, in a way. He helped sabotage Brooklyn and then left Brooklyn, ditched Brooklyn, and claimed about accountability. That's why I left. Like, now, how about we start holding your mercenary self accountable? But anyway, it is what it is. We'll see what happens, if it's accurate or not. It's a key thing to bring up that the 76ers are actually on a winning streak right now. Okay, Embiid and James Harden are playing well. How many games they won in the Rose? Seven? Eight? I believe eight. I believe eight. About eight games. So, yeah, I mean, who knows what happens. We'll see.